You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning, everyone. It's good to be here. Good to be with you. Um, it's uh, been um, a week since I've seen you, <laughs> since you've seen me. Um, I um, actually have um, been thinking a lot about what I wanted to talk about today. And um, I, I will say, I, I feel like I am stepping out a bit. Um, feel a little bit scared, a little bit nervous. Um, but, um, and I guess I do want to say I'm, I'm absolutely not an expert in this subject. And, um, uh, I, there's a lot that I don't know and don't understand, but for whatever it's worth, I, I wanted to say something. Um, you know, and I guess, you know, that I, I also kind of want to, uh, re, well, remember and, um, even, um, put before you, remind you who I'm talking to. I'm, I'm talking to our region in LA, uh, metro region and lots of other people around the, the world, really. But, um, I, I wanted to talk about some of the things going on lately and um, specifically about the racism that we're seeing, um, particularly in the United States. And, um, you know, I just I know it's been going on for many, many years that there's, um, you know, this is not the beginning. This is not new. This didn't start four years ago. Um, it has absolutely enhanced and been irritated and aggravated, but it didn't start. It's been happening for a long time. And I just, I, I feel so deeply troubled, bothered, sad by, um, just the fact that a young man can go jogging in his neighborhood and be murdered. It's just, hard to even comprehend it's I, I I feel so bad for his mom for his his brothers his cousins his friends all the people that that are impacted everywhere because of this murder um I I know it's just it's not only been tragic and taken his life away and um just in a crazy way that he didn't die from covid-19 he died from <sighs> hatred fear um prejudice he died from ignorance he died for a lot of really bad reasons he was young he was handsome he had his whole life ahead of him and that was taken from him. And that makes me sad. Um, sorry. I, I feel sorry for my own ignorance, for my lack of understanding, for others, for a lot of us who have not really been tuned in to what has happened, what's 
around the world over the years and seen that this isn't just one incident. Um, there's a, a history of incidents that have happened and it's a big problem. Um, you know, I, I want to be better than that. I want us to be better than that. I would love our nation to be better than that. Um, but I especially want Christians to be better. I especially want Christians to stop and pay attention and not just assume it's somewhere else, not just assume it's caused by someone else, but to really look at the situation and and um, take it seriously. You know, I think of um, 1 Corinthians 12, 26. It talks about when one part suffers, all parts suffer. It is not an isolated pain. It's, it's something that will cause havoc. Um, even if I think about my own body, if something is off, if something is causing danger to my body, my whole body is sick. Um, so it, it is something that I, I really want myself to, um, be educated on, to, try to empathize, to understand, to um, walk with, to go through this time, um, not as a bystander, not as a spectator, but somebody who genuinely cares and loves people. Um, you know, I know for, for our region, for my brothers and sisters that are black, that are brown, this is nothing new. I'm not saying anything that you don't already know, that you haven't already thought of many, 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 many times um, throughout your life and, and probably even some daily have thought of this. Um, I'm not, you know, thinking this is news to you. This is a fight that has been happening that you have been in for a long time. And um, it's not a small one. It's, it's not something that is just one incident or two incidents, or there have been a handful of them even lately, but it's more than that. It's a pattern. And um, <clears throat> I, I know that God can fix this. I know God can help us, that Jesus can unify us, but it won't be, be because we're members of the church. It won't be because we call ourselves Christians that this is going to get fixed. This will only be fixed if we take to heart what's happening, that we're paying attention. And I want to look in 1 Corinthians 13 and even read it, um, and apply it to this situation. In verse 1, it says, And yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. 
If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship and I, that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Um, this scripture applies to this situation. Without love, we are nothing. Without love, we have no impact. We have, we have no light. Um, you know, when I, I think of this situation, I think, gosh, it's, it's really important that we ask ourselves, you know, what if that was my son? What, what would I be feeling today? What if he were my son who went out to get healthy, to be healthy, to be fit, and he was murdered because he was suspicious? It, it makes no sense. It's ridiculous. And I, I, I can't even imagine. I would, I would feel so many things. I would feel really intense anger. I would feel so sad. I would feel so bad about the whole situation. I can't even comprehend. What if it were my brother or my cousin or somebody in my family for it to come that close, for hatred to be that destructive? Um, but what if it were my color? What if it were my people? that were being abused like this. And <clears throat> obviously, I'm talking about white people since I am white. But I, I think it's very important that we ask ourselves, we put ourselves in other people's shoes. We ask ourselves, what would this be acceptable? Would this be tolerated? No. I can't even imagine what would have happened if he had been white. Um, but this is not a, a one-time situation. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I think sometimes when these things happen, um, there's a reaction in the public among white people, I think. <laughs> and I, I am white. Um but it's kind of to scrutinize the situation, to examine the evidence, to um, try the case, to see was he guilty, was there racism or not. But the truth is, this is like one incident in a huge pot, in a, in a big row of, of incidents. And this is a huge problem. We have a race problem. And I, I'm talking about it because... I, I want, well, I want my friends who are black, who are brown to know, I know I don't understand it completely, but I want to. And I love you. And I'm so sorry this is happening. And I'm, I know you know, I'm not telling you anything new, but I am telling my white brothers and sisters that this is a problem. And it needs, it needs our attention. It needs our love. 
This is a problem in our country, and I, I'm afraid it's getting worse. Um, you know, and, and I think it's a problem, dare I say, not just with white people, but lighter people, brown people. Um, I, th- it's, it's a global problem. I mean, we have so many issues and problems with people we don't know, we don't understand. Um, it is a problem. We have a problem with culture. We have a problem with differences. We have a problem with different looks. We have a problem with, with all kinds of differences. And it is, it's time to recognize this is a, this is a big problem we have to take serious. Um, I wanted to, um, recommend for, especially for all any white people who maybe this topic is not, uh, something that you feel like you understand. Um, um, it's called the trouble I've seen and it's the, it's change, um, changing the way um, churches see racism by Drew Hart, H-A-R-T. Um, he's a preacher. He's a black, a young black preacher, and he has written this book, and it's it's really good. He really has a a good insight, obviously, um, into it, but he has a good way of expressing it and helping. I know helping me understand even better what's happening. But, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, there, there's absolutely a problem with racism, with prejudice, and with ignorance. At best, we're ignorant, and that's still not great. That's not great since we have a whole history. But, you know, I, I do want to say, um, that I, I do realize not all white people are just hateful people or ignorant people. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of background teaching, history, um, stuff. But I know for myself, I, I really didn't realize what a problem it was. And it being, I don't know, maybe not really being from California, but maybe the neighborhood I grew up in, although they did call us beaners. Um, but I did, I, I think that there, there's definitely, I don't realize how much it happens because it doesn't happen to me. Um, it makes me think of this situation when we lived in Jersey. Um, we lived in a predominantly white area and um, Robert had gone to the grocery store and he came back and he was kind of irritated and he said, I hate that store. And I was, I was shocked. I was like, why? What, what do you hate about that store? Like, I mean, what, what, I, the milk isn't good or what? Why don't you hate, why do you hate the store? And he said, they always treat me really bad when I go there. And I thought, what? Like, they never treat me bad. And I mean, I, I just, was shocked that he he felt this way that this happened and I'm glad I didn't dismiss it and I the next time I went with him to the grocery store and I saw how they treated him at the grocery store and I realized oh my gosh like it's right here it's here 
but they don't treat me like that when I go to the grocery store. And, you know, I, I think that we don't know what it's like to be in um, a brown body or a black body, some white people. And I, I think that, you know, I think it's, it's, it's something that is not always in front of us. It's not always before us. But I do want to know about this problem. I mean, I think I am getting a big lesson in this problem. Um, but I think, you know, we need to ask questions of our brothers and sisters, um, our friends who know and find out their story and their experiences and ask God to help us understand. There's a lot of scriptures about um, un- gaining understanding from God um, and even looking at Jesus and the way he treated people. And it's nothing like this. But in I want to look in Philippians 2 in verse 1. Um, it says again, in light of this topic, it's, it's amazing how the scriptures come to life. Like when I look at these scriptures and I think about how they apply to the situation, um, it's amazing to me. In verse one, it says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the, the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be, be grasped or to take advantage of. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Um, just stop there. Um, but, you know, really valuing others above ourselves and and taking this serious that we should... Um, consider each other and not be selfishly ambitious, but really putting others before ourselves. Um, you know, I, I think <clears throat> we could come up with so many scriptures that are good for this. Um, but I think it takes some serious thought. I think it takes not blaming someone else, not pointing the finger somewhere else, but recognizing that each one of us has a responsibility to love each other and to help each other. 
And, you know, I think we need to take, we need to examine ourselves and, and really, really examine ourselves. Is there hatred in our heart? Is there prejudice in our heart? Is there um, racism in our heart? What, what's in our heart? And bring it before God and get, get some help. Um, <clears throat> talk to someone who is spiritual, who's aware, who understands, but will call us to be like Christ. Um, and when we've done this, when we've done this and keep doing this, then let's be a voice. Let's be a voice to love each other, to care about each other, to have compassion and empathy. Um, I want to close in John 13, 34. Um, it says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if, that's a condition, if you love one another. Um, <clears throat> this is, this is a, a good scripture to end with, to think about, um, and to examine and to put into practice and to realize that our lives are, are what really matters and how we live and how we love is what really matters. And that's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. I want to care deeply for people. I want to love people better. I want to understand people better. And I want to be somebody that when people look at whether they like me or not, by my life, they will know I'm a Christian, that I'm a disciple of Jesus. So I leave you with that. Um, may God be with you. Love you. You've just listened to the Metro LA podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 